Welcome to the final episode of The Mysterious Secrets of Uncle Bertie's Botanarium, Season 1. Dear listener, this doesn't have to be the end. Season 2 is already underway, only on Stitcher Premium. Stitcher Premium also has ad-free episodes of your favourite shows and hours of exclusive original content hosted by the likes of Issa Rae and Scott Aukerman. You won't want to miss a minute. Try it free for 30 days. Go to BertiePodcast.com and use promo code CLOVER. Of the towels. Harder, Salinger. Lord Banks is demonstrating to his Andalusian hosts how the Gravy Navy administer discipline. You may leave the table now, old man. Very well. That was. Uh, <clears throat> thank you for the most interesting demonstration of discipline, Lord Banks. Yes, but, well, uh, he can uh, get a little out of control sometimes. We use a different method on Sphintopia. We we strike before the crime is doing. Mm, yeah, yeah. We improve morale with uh, gameplay and promote a happy thought. And happy crew commit little crimes, so discipline no necessary in this way. You know? Would you like to see a demonstration? Not really, but if you must. I'm, I'm masked. Very good. Lap Inferno, Ranvik, prepare hopstep cast demonstration for our guests on the upper deck. <laughs> Wisdom can often be found where one least expects it. The great clandestinian writer Antonin Valdenovich was famous for employing wise idiots to alter the lives of her protagonists. Famous among her characters was the wise deaf cobbler in The Maiden and the Cobbler, the wise camel herder in The Endless Sands of Dr. Vadanovich, and the wise one-legged chalk thief in The Seven Islands of Vladimir Korinov. Sometimes, in real life, wisdom comes from a different kind of person. Instead of the wise idiot, we have the perceptive enemy. Nick! Nick, where are you? Just a second. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, I was just attending to some naval matters. The repair is complete. Now we reinstall and see if it works, yeah? Uh, will you help me lift pump? Yes, of course. What is wrong with your nose? Nothing, nothing. Um, shall we lift? Ready? One, two, three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, install here. Yeah. Yes. Line up with the ratchet. You hook on? Yes, I have mine. Uh, hold while I screw. Saga, the screwdriver. 
You are hook on the snuff. You eyes dilate, you have mucus run from your nose. No, 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 I have a cold. I was not born one and a half hour ago. I know snuff addict when I see. Pass me the crog ratchet. Uh, crog ratchet, yes. Which one I is... talk to Saga. You think snuff make it better, yes? Well, I... Uh, I, I left the love of my life at home. <laughs> uh, her name is Clementine. Uh, she doesn't want to see me anymore. Mm. So you replace with stuff up your nose? Yes. <laughs> oh, it sounds a bit absurd, doesn't it? <laughs> you know? My mother, she was addict of Gagunagam, a licorice extract. All day she spend on Gagunagam. Morning wake up with Gagunagam. She take Gagunagam at lunch, at dinner. She use Gagunagam in evenings and she stay in her room. I wish to hug my mama, but she on the Gagunagam. She like a mouse with wire attached to it. She get happy, but is this human happy? Is it? I, I, I don't know. I know. Because I live with pain. But no gagunagam for me. I work when I said. And with this, I achieve for my people, yeah? I see bigger picture than just me in sadness. You give up snuff? And you face your demon like a woman. I am a man. You are a boy, but what a man you could be if you try. Saga, pass me the camel shaft. <laughs> Good boy, Saga. Good boy. Huh? <laughs> Saga's looking at her face. Saga like you. <laughs> yes, lovely dog. <clears throat> I like you too, Nick. Oh, really? Thank you, Groove. Oh, no, you mispronounce. It is Groove. 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 Closer, but uh, listen. Yes. Yes. Yes, this is how you say. Very pretty name. And illusion sporting practices have long been considered by their gravy counterparts as a little eclectic. This Captain Bank is a help Stephen Casparino. The crowd would gather this circle to cheer and watch friends compete in this way. The neck here is where we begin by doing large half. Next is the step, and then the rich half of the cast or ceremonial hat. Will you like to inspect this hat? No. Yes, you will. I want you to touch it. Yeah. Boring conical hat with a bell on it. This is actually a traditional Andalusian hat worn by wood men and wood women who feared becoming lost in our vast forest. Yeah, they wear this hat so if they lose each other, then another woodsman or woodswoman will discover simply by, you know, sound of the hat. They stop talking. The woodsmen and woodswomen invent little game and sport to entertain themselves during long, very 
The most popular is one we play on this ship to encourage athletic wellness and promote morale through a friendly competition. Hang the cast from the hook, Ronford. What are they doing, Solander? I phased yeah. out. Yeah, they seem to be raising up the hat and leaving it to dangle higher than anyone could reach without jumping. This all seems very silly, Solander. Our country's traditions and customs do look strange when seen by another culture, sir. Except for our gravy customs, which make a lot more sense. But what about roly-poly, sir? What a strange about roly-poly? Rolling around with your arms tucked around your legs on a table in front of a panel of judges may be considered unusual to someone not from gravy, sir. Nonsense, Salander. Roly-poly is the most natural sport of all. We were born to roll around on tables and be judged. Love roly-poly. Now we demonstrate our sport help, step, and cast. Love thinner. I shall take all of your towels from you with great glee. And as we dry ourselves in the future, I shall think of you all dripping wet, your minds filled with the constant reminder of your athletic inferiority. We will see who was thinking of here dripping wet in a minute, yes? Yeah? Yes, we shall. Then big luck thinner for Betty Hobson step cast a runner. Prepare the cup, step cast a runner. What a remarkable drilling machine. <laughs> you don't even seem to be breathing or breaking into a sweat. I mean, it goes around and around and around. It gets power from the dog, yeah? Oh. See, one cord attached to Saga's tongue, other cord attached to tail. Ah, and the tongue wags the tail. Oh, you almost. Uh, I demonstrate. Saga, drill it. Oh. The oscillation between his tongue and backside caused kinetic energy, which the drill harnessed to revolve in this manner. Marvelous. Simply marvelous. Good. Saga. A dog treat for you. Salty biscuit. It is done. We test the pump. Will you pump with me? Yes. And 
The great Sudanasian philosopher Mustafa Ani once wrote that sport is the modern replacement for war. When rivals want to impose their superiority and have no opportunity in a peaceful climate, then sport is the perfect vehicle for building a frenzy of blood-pumping, chest-beating nationalism without lives being lost. The stakes do, however, remain high when pride is on the line. Quiet, everyone. Shut and zip and. I shall ask you to refrain from speaking in your language. I don't know what tricks you'll get up to with your foreign tongue. Yeah, I say, see it hurt to 20 hands then. You think you're kind of rich, yeah? Of course. Would you like to get first a second, Captain Beck? Second. Very well. 
Lapthena will blow whistle and I shall go first. Shouldn't sit in broken place here. Quiet in the crowd, please. What are you doing? I'm there proud lip. It gives an extra lick. It's his legal step. Very well. Very good. I shall make my responding leap. Raise the hat. Two more handspans. You don't have to do that. And you don't have to whisper into my ear like a total creep all the time, Solidar. Raise it. I shall leave the cap as well. Two can play at that game. Solidar, why has no one clapping with me? I don't know, sir. But you can clap too. Solidar, your clap sounds like a wet paper bag falling on a dead fish. Make everyone else clap. Yes, sir. And this is an order from your captain. You must clap for him or you will be lashed. All right. Okay. Get here. duty and, and desire to be eaten in the line of duty. Oh. Uh, you want more salt? I, I don't know. Oh, Saga would want you to eat him with plenty of salt. Oh, yes. Saga is very delicious. Mm. Like a plant. <laughs> I do? Yeah. Again. Yeah. Oh. 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 
As our heroes board the repaired fortitude, a bond between two enemy nations has been formed amongst the ideologically opposed sailors. Well, most of them anyway. Thank you for all of your tales. Are you sure this is all of them? Yes, I'm assured it's his. Don't be a sailor loser, Captain Binks. We make friendly peace. We fix your ship. We are humbly grateful for that, obviously. Don't thank me. Thank Grip. Thank you, Grip. No, it is Grip. Grip? No, no, Solander. It's Grip. Her name is Grip. Solander, it's quite simple. Her name is I shall love wrapping my naked body in your towel, Lord Bank. Which one is your towel? The big fluffy, yeah? I shall love that very enjoy indeed. <laughs> when we shower, we shall be very dry after. When you shower, water shall drip, 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 drip. I tease you, but with good nature, yeah? Drip, 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 yes, drip, drip. Yes, I expect They must use each other to get dry, like their trousers, Oh, yeah, yeah? they dry themselves with their trousers. I'm pretending to be laid back. Yeah. I am very wet. Where is my towel? Oh, this is red. I have no towel. I'm first to use cylinder trousers. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> you dry yourself with the trouser, and uh, your trouser get wet. <laughs> yes, hilarious. My brain's cured from laughing. Very good, Andalusian. <laughs> oh well, good luck, Captain Bink. Perhaps we shall see you in the midst of pleasure someday. Guten Schlopper. Goodbye, gravy friends. We return to our ship. Tucker for you, towel. Enjoy trying yourself <laughs> with <Tucker>. your trousers. <laughs> <laughs> um, goodbye, Nick. Goodbye. Okay. Yes, Nick, I think that's enough. Nick, that's enough. Yes, sorry, yes, I Yes. I thought the Andalusians were quite nice, didn't you, sir? No, I did not. You there at the cannon. Yes, sir. Fire at that ship. Pardon, sir? You heard me. Fire at the Andalusian ship. What are you doing, sir? You wouldn't know about it, Helen. It's called strategy. We have to beat the Andalusians to heaven's clover. Are you sure this isn't just about the towel? Zip and lip and solider. I mean, shut up. Just the warning shots. No, annihilate them. Buy everything we have at those Andalusian towel thieving dog munchers. I want that ship sunk into the bubbles now. Yes, sir. Laugh at me, will you? I'm having the last laugh now. Fire! Do you think I've done the right thing? It does seem rather heavy-handed, sir. 
Well, why do you tell me these things too late, Sonja? Oh, I've done it now. Oh, what have you done? Oh, 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 oh. Sonja, I'm having a strange feeling. I think it's guilt. Perhaps if I apologize. Gravy historians are split in their judgment of Lord Banks' actions that day. Some say these were the actions of a man who was a brilliant wartime strategist. Many argue that his actions were impulsive and not thought through. One extremely vociferous historian, Dr. Kate Trout, argues that these were the actions of a man who could not cope with people laughing at him. A man of power driven to distraction because of a lack of self-awareness. A man with no sense of humor whatsoever. I invite you, dear listener, to make your own judgment. Here's your hot water bottle, sir. Do you have my bed slippers, the ones I wear in bed? Uh, yes, sir. Well, I'm in bed, so put them on, please. Uh, yes, sir. Your feet look very clean today, sir. Thank you for noticing, sir. And I gave them an extra scrub like those Andalusians. It may be an unfair race, but uh, I noticed that many of them had quite attractive feet. Ooh. Oh, there it is, sir. Stop it. Stop it. Sorry, sir. Keep doing it, though. I like it. But your slippers? Yes, tickle my feet as you put them on. Like that, sir. <laughs> Stop it, Sonny, dear. Sonny, what are you doing? Yeah, you told me to stop, sir. Yes, but I didn't want you to. Take me some more. Uh, yes, sir. Like this? <laughs> Listen, Sonny, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I have a sense of humor. This proves it. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, Sonny, dear. Don't stop, Sonny, dear. I'm laughing. I'm really laughing. I like the feeling. It's an interesting feeling. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> laughing so much. I have an excellent sense of humor. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm really laughing. All right, stop now. Good night, Solid. Good night, Lord Banks. For now, Lord Banks gets to have the last laugh. Yet perils of an even greater nature await to test him on his journey to find pleasure and his long-lost Uncle Bertie. The Mysterious Secrets of Uncle Bertie's Botanarium was created by Lawrence Arabia, Duncan Sarkis, and Stephen Templer. Written and directed by Duncan Sarkis. 
Music by Lawrence Arabia. With original artwork by Stephen Templer. Recorded by Nick McGowan. Audio design by Thomas Press and Nick McGowan. Produced by Fiona Elwood. Starring Jermaine Clement as Lord Joseph Banks and Uncle Bertie. Jonathan Bruff as the narrator. And Lawrence Arabia as Solander. The Mysterious Secrets of Uncle Bertie's Botanarium is a co-production of South Coast Shenanigans and Stitcher. Our executive producer is Chris Bannon. That concludes Season 1 of The Mysterious Secrets of Uncle Bertie's Botanarium. But remember, dear listener, the journey doesn't have to end here. Season 2 is already waiting for you right now on Stitcher Premium. For a free trial, visit BertiePodcast.com and use promo code CLOVER.